Welcome back to the Rangers Report. As always, I'm joined by former Rangers winger and England international Andy Sinton as we reflect on the defeat to Watford, look ahead to Monday night's FA Youth Cup clash with Burnley, as well as looking ahead to the clash with Millwall. We're also joined by attacker Ryan Colley. This is the Rangers Report, brought to you in association with RFI. So we kick things off, obviously, Sunday, oh, home to Watford. But on Friday night, there was a big, big announcement made here at QPR, wasn't there, with the retirement of Lee Hughes and the appointment of new CEO, Christian Nori. Yeah, um, yeah Christian comes into the club, um, comes in after a real in-depth look at everything connected with the club uh, from many months gone by. Knows where we are. Sure, he'll want to put his own stamp and... Um, everything on the club, bring his own ideas to the whole club as we try to move forward. Everyone at the club, uh, get behind him, uh, embrace the challenges that we face and we wish him every success in the role uh, as CEO at the, at the football club. When attention's then quickly switched to the Sunday's clash with the Hornets, not quite the result we wanted, but a positive step in some way? Well, yeah, certainly not the result we wanted. Um, a big, big game. Um, Positive from the performance, but um, now at the end of the day, we need to start winning games. So, uh, so it was a bit disappointing. I'm not a bit disappointed, very disappointed with the result. But yeah, performance, um, plenty of positives to take. And obviously, before kickoff, we saw a team that involved Ilias Chair, Chris Willock, Jack Colback, and Steve Cook on the bench ahead of a, a difficult couple of games. That's nice to see names like that back. Yeah, delighted to see them back. Um, you know, like any team, any division, any country. Um, you need a fully fit squad, you need your key players, big players if you like. Uh, great to see Morgan Fox as well after he's uh, run out against Bournemouth the, the previous week back and you know uh, involved as well. So uh, so that's going to be vitally important in the, the run-in from now till the end of the season. 19 games, 19 big games, 19 cup finals, know where we are. But yeah, great to see them back. And the first 45 minutes with Watford. You'd have taken it, nil-nil. We had a few chances. I think of Sinclair's header, most notably. That You'd have taken that. Marty would have been happy of the two managers going into the break, wouldn't he? I said on my commentary, you know, other than the score, nil-nil, I think uh, he would have been pleased. Um, I'm really pleased. You know, I thought we took the game to Watford, got on the front foot, limited them to very little. A couple of breakaways where they were a threat, but uh, I thought we had the better of the first half. You mentioned the header early doors. Um, but yeah, half-time, nil-nil ready to kick on in the second half. In the second half, Sinclair again straight away had that chance, that one-on-one. -on -one. In the end, it ultimately cost us because we, lim we limited Watford to a couple of chances and their quality of Jack Livermore shown, didn't it? Well, I would say, you know, opening 25 seconds, 30 seconds of the game, Sinclair with his pace uh, goes and closes down. He creates at himself one-on-one <laughs> uh, -on -one angles, a little bit tight for him, but um, comfortable. Like, Cooper makes a decent save. Then we have the, the next chance where fantastic breakaway, great claim from Asmia, distribution brilliant. Chris finds him, evades a tackle, second touch, just gets away from him when he's bearing down on the goalkeeper. That allows him to make the save. But uh, but if you look at that game, we have three, I say we have three key big moments when it was nil-nil. We all talk about and know the importance of the first goal in any game. But at nil-nil, we have three big chances. We get done with a sucker punch, a moment of real 
quality from a, someone who's had a quality career, you know, experience. But if you look where Jake Livermore's <laughs> played, but a, a, a stunning sort of finish. We go back almost within minutes and we have another big chance to level. Yeah. Don't take that. And a minute later, you, you're picking the ball out the back of the net and you go, wow, we're 2-0 down from a game that we've probably been in the ascendancy for large parts of it. So, uh, but you know, a 2-0 down could have gone one, one or two ways. What I liked on Saturday was the the boys picked up the baton. They yeah. they really had a go to get back into the game. Linden gets us back in with a lifeline. We know with 10 or so minutes to go and barring a, a quite brilliant save from Ben Hamer in the Watford goal, you know, to deny Jimmy, we could have got something from the game. So, uh, but yeah, final whistle goes, we're disappointed again. One of the impacts that we saw was Paul Smith when he came on off the bench shows when we have Aurelius is a Chris back, the sort of strength that we somewhat have from the bench where when you're able to bring a Paul Smith on and he almost changed the game in our favour, didn't he? Yeah, Paul came on, did well. You know you know what you're going to get with Paul, you're going to get a, uh, a stack of energy, a pace which defenders hate. Uh, I thought he put in three or four real quality deliveries. Um, the one he puts in from Linden gets aided with a bit of a deflection which loops up, but credit to Linden, he's on the move. Simple tapping. And you've got 10 minutes to throw everything at them, which we did. And as I say, um, barring, a, barring a fantastic save. But mentioning Paul coming on, that's what you want from your subs. Everyone will be disappointed if they don't play. Everyone wants to start. Everyone wants to be part of it. But you wait for your chance. And when your chance comes, what can you give the team? And uh, Paul did well when he came on. Attentions on Monday night for the under-18s. Switches to the FA Youth Cup. What are your memories of the FA Youth Cup as a youngster since? Uh, fond memories. I used to love it. You know, it's a, a, a young stages of your career. It's a, it's a it's a massive competition. Gives you more exposure than you would normally get. You're playing in front or at uh, main stadiums, which I think is really important for young kids, youngsters to to feel that um, as part of their development. You know, it, it it does give a different feel about the game. <laughs> Yeah, I had great memories. I remember playing the Highbury against Arsenal. I remember playing at the Valley against Charlton when I was 16 or 17. You know, um, those are days, those are nights that stick in your memory, and certainly even more so if you can uh, if you can come out on top. This year we beat Wolves at Molyneux on penalties. Eventually, after a two-all draw, it's quite a dramatic penalty shootout as well. <laughs> An eight-nine and seeing the goalkeepers take them is always a nervy one, and that set us up for a tie with either Burnley or Birmingham City, and it will be Burnley at Match Road Loftus Road at seven o'clock kickoff on Monday night. Yeah, one to look forward to. Hopefully, there'll be uh, many people there supporting the supporting the boys. Another big night in their uh, in their young careers. Let's face it, you know they're starting their careers with everything hopefully ahead of them and these nights can play a big part how do you handle that how do you how do you perform you know there'll be members of the coaching staff and all members of the club there to to watch and support and egg them on sort of thing you know so uh, nah, really really good game hopefully the boys are looking forward to it and you know one that they can perform perform well do themselves justice do the club justice and ultimately win the time progress and as always, if you can't join us in W12, we'll be streaming the game live on QPR Plus. So make sure you tune in and see the boys in action. One, someone that made their name in last year's FA Youth Cup was Ryan Colley and what an impact he's sort of had since last year. We saw him feature against Luton and Tottenham where he sort of made his name, didn't he? Yeah, I was at, uh, I was at a couple of those games and Ryan, you could see then he was 
you know, probably at that level where he was ready to push on. And that's what he's done. Delighted to see him, you know, being in and around the first team. He's played his part. He's come on off the top of my head. I'm not sure how many appearances he would have had, but it's probably double figures. I thought against Cardiff, he came on, made a real impact, you know, played his part in the assist for Paul Smith, you know, actually got the crowd going with his endeavour and his commitment and his, his overall attitude. So, uh, so that's what you want. But uh, there is a, a shining example to any of the boys who are playing, you know, that's what can, what can happen, not just because what you do in the FA Youth Cup, you know, but it just gives you that bit of exposure. Can you perform? Can you step up? Uh, and there's a pathway for you. And he's been at the club since the age of eight. That's always nice to see, isn't it? Someone work all the way up. And is it safe to say he's one of our own, is it? Well, he's been here since eight. I think yeah, you're, you're quite safe in that. You know, fans love homegrown players coming through, um, breaking into the first team to get right behind. But ultimately, you know, um, it's up to the player. It's up to the young player, you know. They all think they want a career. They all think they can step up. They all think they can play. Well, when you get the opportunity, can you actually produce? And uh, that's what it boils down to, you know. So uh, all the young players on the youth team at the start of a hopefully a, an important journey for them. And we wish them well and uh, we'll get right behind them on Monday night. We caught up with attacker Ryan Colley, who discussed last year's FA Youth Cup, as well as his involvement in this year's QPR season. Ryan, thanks for joining me here at Heston. How are we, first of all? Good, good, good. Yeah. Nice to speak to you. So, go back to the beginning. So, you joined QPR at the age of eight. Yep. How is it to have made it all the way up to the first team? It's, it's crazy. Um, I mean, the odds of someone coming all the way through the academy ranks from eight years old is, is very, very low. Um, but I've enjoyed the journey so far and I hope to yeah. keep playing. And the moment you made your debut against Norwich City earlier in the year, what was it like pulling on the blue and white hoops for the first time? Oh, it's an amazing feeling, you know, watching, going, even when I was in the academy, going to games as a youngster, you know, seeing players play and seeing the atmosphere off this road, like you'd get a buzz, you'd get an excitement. But, you know, stepping onto the pitch for the first time, it's like, it was a dream come, tr come true, to be honest. And what did the gaffer at the time, Gareth Ainsworth, what did he say to you when you were stepping onto the pitch? Uh, he didn't say too much. Um, I mean, obviously, he knew that my emotions were all over the place. He just told me to go out there, go and enjoy it, and just do what I do best. And every time you've come on for QPR, you seem to get a really good reception from the QPR fans. You have a great relationship with them already. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd hope so. I mean, I've been here for so long. Um, I hope they love me. I mean, I love them back. So, yeah, one of their own, I guess. And the Youth Cup on Monday, mm -hmm. the under-18s, they're taking to Matt Trade Lofters Road, taking on Burnley. Yep. For you, it's been an a integral part of where you are now, isn't it, the Youth yeah. Cup? Yeah, massive, massive part. I mean, it's a big stage for any under-18 player across the country. Um, a lot of, lot of people watching, you know, family there. It's a big stage, so, yeah. And what's it like for you, if you're one of the lads, what would you be telling them? How are you preparing for this? Because obviously it could be the biggest game of their careers. Um, I mean, they played against Wolves. So, I mean, they've experienced it. So I'll just say to them, listen, it's, it's nothing new. You've done it a couple of weeks ago against Wolves and you were a better team. You guys have won, so... Just go out there, give it your best. I mean, there's nothing, not the worst you can do. If we take it back 
to last year. Ryan Coley seemed to make his name in the FA Youth Cup against Tottenham, <laughs> and then we played Luton. There's always videos of you on social media. I can't, can't escape videos of Ryan Coley against Tottenham. No, I can't either. <laughs> was it nice to sort of almost introduce yourself in a nice way to keep your fans mm-hmm. through yeah. the Youth Cup? Yeah, to, but to be honest, like coming off the pitch that day, I felt like I didn't play too well because obviously I'm a striker and I didn't score and I had so many chances. I was just hitting the woodwork and the ball was just coming off the keeper. Like I didn't want to go in. So I thought I didn't play too well. But then watching the game back, I realised, wow, <laughs> I didn't know I touched the ball that many times and done as much as I did. So yeah, it's a great game. And what a... 12 months it's sort of been for you since then. If you reflect on that period, you signed a new deal as well during that time. Mm-hmm. How's it been? It's been crazy. I mean, I wouldn't have expected this to happen, especially over a 12-month period. Um, yeah, things have changed massively. Now I'm focusing on getting on the pitch for the first team and trying to make a name for myself. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy how things have turned around. And how have you found it under Martis Frente since his arrival in November? He's a, I can't even put to words what he's like. I mean, he's just, he's just amazing. Honestly, the, since day one, he's come in, stamped his authority, you know, showing us what a great manager he is as well. You know, tactically, even player management, you know, coming, speaking to you, he really makes everyone feel involved. And I think that's what we need. And we've seen you this season making a few cameo appearances off the bench. I remember speaking to you on the pitch at Middlesbrough and you were like, I just wanted a few more minutes just to get into the game a little bit more. So to have the chance against Cardiff, you came on at Mm half-time, got the assist as well. It must have been a nice feeling, albeit it ended in injury and a bit of disappointment in the end. Yeah, it was a bit of a bittersweet moment. Um, Obviously, coming on at half-time, you know, it's a lot of pressure as well because the gaffers trusted me to come on and you know, kind of changed the game. And I'd like to think that I've done quite well, um, obviously by grabbing the assist. And, you know, I think I, I did kind of change the game. Unfortunately, um, I did pick up an injury, um, which is not ideal, because I wanted to kind of kick on from that game. But yeah, um, hopefully back soon and, you know, doing the same thing. Talk us through that assist. You saw Paul Smith on the right-hand side. What was going through your head at that point? Just get it into him as quickly as I can, direct. I mean, it all happened really fast, you know. It was just the ball fell, you know, from like a, a poor clearance from them, I guess. And I just thought to myself, listen, their back line is going to try to squeeze up as high as possible. And I thought I'd just get a yard and put it into a nice area. I mean, I knew Paul would be attacking that back, back stick, so, yeah. yeah. And... Since the injury, obviously, we all know the situation we're in. For you to get back on the pitch and play a part in the last 19 games of the season is obviously the target. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, I want to be on that pitch as much as possible, you know, and for as long as possible. I hope to hopefully start a few games um, from now till the end of the season. I just want to play as much part as I can and, you know, hopefully cement myself in this team. Looking ahead to the weekend, Millwall are the opponents in W12. Another massive game, as you said, the first of 19 cup finals, isn't it? Huge game, local derby, huge for the fans. Um, you know, we played there Boxing Day, have to say. Um, probably under Marty, since Marty's been at the club, it's the only game where 
I'd use the phrase we didn't turn up. We didn't we didn't perform anywhere near what we can, and ultimately we got beat, uh, which was disappointing. You know, but we play them again. Quick turnaround in front of our fans. I mean, a big crowd, loud. Derbies mean a lot, and we got to make sure that we do turn up on uh, on Saturday and do everything we can to give ourselves the best possible chance to win the game. As you mentioned, the Boxing Day game, will it still be fresh in everyone's mind, and the players especially when they walk out on the pitch? Yeah, I think there'll be a few reminders, and there should be, you know, because I've just said, um, you know, from me watching in every game, that's the only game under Marty where, as a team, I think he would have been really disappointed with us. Um, every other game, I think we've been competitive. No one's outplayed us. No one's outfought us. No one's really dominated us. So that shows you. And I think the fans can see that we're competitive every game. What we have to do is be better and turn in the key moments. We just spoke about the Watford game. You know, turn in key moments when they come in our favour. And if you tip that more your way, you'll win more games than, than not. You know, easier said than done. But in every game, there's, there's key moments. So much goes on with the game, but the game will be decided on very small margins. You know, how you defend that, who can produce that, who who can take that chance and ultimately that's where you, you pick up your points so it's a game I'm really looking forward to. And the run of out of victories stretching back now, is it a chance, is it almost getting to a point where we, we need to get a win to just yep. get a bit of confidence back and yeah. a bit of a bounce? We need a win more than to get a bit of confidence back, you need to get a win because you look at the league table, let's not hide, let's not shy away from that, we need to start winning games, we need to start winning them very very soon uh, and Saturday's an ideal time to uh, to start Everyone will know the run that we're on, you know, can't hide away from that. But every game gives you an opportunity. Every game can be the next game that can kickstart your season. We need to do it sooner rather than later. And we know how Loftus Road can have an impact and the Rangers supporters at home can influence a game. And we'll need that just as much as always on Saturday, won't we? Well, the fans have been great, home and away. I keep saying it. I never get tired of saying it. We should never take the support for granted. They're there in the numbers, you know, we're almost packing Loftus Road every, every every game. So that's stacked up. Numbers we've taken away, absolutely brilliant. They're right behind the team. They will stay with us um, and we're going to need that. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm fed up with seeing opposition teams come and celebrating on the pitch um, at, our, at our place, you know. <laughs> that needs to stop and maybe that stops on, on Saturday. But fans, a huge role. Get behind Marty, get behind the boys, push them on, roar them on. And you know what? We can do it. We can do it, we can win Saturday and that can be the start. We've got some massive games coming up, massive games coming up. You look at Huddersfield, you look at Blackburn away, but you know what? Let's not even look past Millwall on Saturday. Three points in front of our fans. I think that's a perfect way to wrap it up. Thank you as always, since This has been the Rangers Report. I'm on yours. <laughs>